a Jets fan. Yes. As a battered Jets fan. Hello? You play to win the game. <laughs> like, I can't. How am I going to do that? How are you going to make that jump? I appreciate that. Let's I go pre- eat a damn snack. We're taking receipts. And I can't wait to shove it down everyone's throat when it comes around. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 56 of the Battle Jets Fans Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Granada. Alongside me right now, I have Mr. Bearded Fanatic. We got some uh, straggling Battle Jets fans that might jump on at some point. Uh, but another disappointing game. Uh, they what we, we dropped Michael Carter so that Izzy mm-hmm. can get some playing time. Didn't get a carry to the four-minute mark. I won. We're going to see some more production out of the offense. Zach Wilson plays until the fourth quarter when the game's out of hand. The defense is going to show up, and all they did was, I mean, stupid penalties. Yep. But you could, but even then, I don't even blame them that much because you can tell they're just being no. frustrated. They've yep. got to the point where they're turning on the offense, and uh, I guess we're going to get into all that and more. But before we do, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing amazing, man. But before we, before we jump in, obviously we're doing amazing because the potential that there was, the slight potential that there was, that you guys could potentially be competing to scratch our butts, and make us sweat a little bit for that first place. Kind of went out the window or, with this loss. Right. Or even just make it a fun game. Like, oh, right. you know, you can, you can kick us out of playoff contention or we still have to win to stay alive. Right. But all of that shit went out the window after today. Yeah. So let, let's – I think some of these people have it pretty good. So we start with Dakota. That comment right there. Kind of signifies what most of this game was. For sure. Uh, one Jets pod. What a goddamn joke. That's exactly what it was. I texted you. I believe right after the first half, I'm like, do I have to continue watching this shit? Because it was so miserable to watch. What? Well, I, I know what you meant to say. What was the fucking game plan? Where were the adjustments? This is a better. You could tell. You could tell when somebody's pissed off by the way they're commenting. And obviously, one Jets pod, yourself, Gunny Gumby, Mike the Stat Guy. You guys are in a. You guys got plenty of frustration. But before I let you go off on your frustration, let me give you the outsider's perspective. Because I've been in your shoes. I've been in your shoes for many, many years. Like, even while you were going to AFC Championship Games with the likes of Mark Sanchez, we were a subpar 500 team or worse for many of those years. You remember those years very vividly. And that offense, your defense giving up on your team because they spend 80 to 85% of the game on the field. They give you the ball back, and then you have a quarterback, and you have an offense that says, nah, we don't want it. And they put the defense right back on the field. So when I look at this, I feel for Jet fans. I feel for you guys that I do the show with because you came into the season with such expectations of having an MVP at quarterback, right? And let's say that it is what it is. This offensive line has played terrible no matter how you want to face it. You could give them a little credit here and there. But you can't name me a game this season so far where you say, you know what, the offensive line played four quarters of great football. I haven't seen that yet, Danny. When I look at this game, and I and I tried watching it as much as I can without a Jets hat on, but, you know, it's kind of hard for me not to be like, fuck, I want to see better from this team because I do the show with you guys. It's We do a better show when we could come in here, and it's after a victory for either my team or yours. For sure. But when you look at this, Danny, there was no positives that I could take away from this game. Not one. There is not one positive. I was going to come in here and say, obviously, the offense looks better with Tim Boyle at the helm. No! No, it doesn't. Mm-mm. They look just as terrible. So, Danny, that's my rant for you. I wish it was a, this would have been a better game. Um, we'll get to the Dolphins and Jets talk, obviously, towards the end of the show. But I, I, 
What was your ultimate takeaway from everything you just witnessed? We said if Zach Wilson is the quarterback, the Jets need to play a perfect game outside of the offense, special teams and defense, right? You can't have any mistakes because you need to play that perfect game to give the Zach Wilson a chance to win. Seven seconds, seven seconds into the game, we give the ball away on a kickoff return. At that point, the perfect game is gone. At that point, you knew things were, were going to just not go well. And it's, the defense came in, and they forced them to just a field goal, even though they got the ball, like, at the 20-yard line. So we kept the defense kept us alive for a while. But at some point, it's just too much. Since the bye week, it's been four games. In those four games, we scored two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. We scored a 50-yard touchdown by Brees Hall on a dump off. He took it 50 yards. And today we scored a second touchdown in those four games. Again, another dump off to Brees Hall that went for 15 yards. Outside of those two Brees Hall catches that were dump offs and he basically did the rest himself, we haven't scored a touchdown. We've averaged six points a game over the last four weeks. In this in this era of NFL, that's that's not even a fireable offense. That's a shut the franchise down because it's an embarrassment to the league. How can you only average six points a game for four weeks? Like even the Raiders like walk backwards into a touchdown here and there. Like, yeah. it's, it's just and then Robert Sala waiting until the fourth quarter when the game's out of hand to put in Tim Boyle is like the cherry on top. Like it makes no sense. Like, we've been asking for it forever, and I get it. You don't think that the backup is good enough to win the games. But obviously, the starter isn't either. So let's just try something different. You said that you don't want Michael Carter to just ride on the bench while Izzy gets playing time. Can we give Izzy some playing time then? Jeremy Rucker, CJ, the game was lost. It was first and 10. We hit a pass to, uh, I forgot who the pass was to, but CJ Uzama had another penalty. They called it back five-yard penalty. It was first and 15. Zach goes ahead, and we're losing zero to nine. He throws a yep. pick. All of a sudden, it becomes zero to 16. The game is over. The Jets can't score more than 16 points. And it, was, and it started because of that stupid penalty by CJ, who's your mama. Yep. Jeremy Rucker is supposed to be getting more playing time now. Now, I know he finally started getting some catches today, but CJ shouldn't be getting in the game anymore. Like, what are these changes that supposedly were coming? Zach Wilson still played most of the game. Izzy didn't get in until four minutes left. Jeremy Rucker barely played. What are the changes? I, I don't get it. Because we had a new right guard. I forgot his name. Because uh, Mikai Becton left, and all of a sudden we have uh, Carter Warren playing left tackle. Is that the change we were talking about? And I get it. The offensive line is a wreck. Like, the offensive line is absolutely horrible. We, we can't expect absolutely anything good with this offensive line. Yeah. But Zach Wilson isn't producing. I don't care if he's mobile. If you're averaging six points a game, there's, I'd rather run the Wildcat all day, every day. Have Brees Hall back there. I don't care. I promise you we'll probably do better with Brees Hall running the Wildcat than what we're doing with Zach Wilson. It's, it's stupid. I can't believe that we keep going with the same nonsense and expect different results. And I don't want to hear about Aaron Rodgers anymore either. Like this What's whole, the point? What's the point? The point. Like Supposedly, it's the, oh, you want to keep the team motivated. Motivated for what? The, the defense, the, watching this game, watching Sauce Gardner randomly Brock Lesnar suplex uh, Stefan Diggs for absolutely no reason, you could tell that they're frustrated, they're annoyed, like, and who wouldn't be? 
They're playing their ass off, and they gave up a touchdown or two, and they know that's it. We didn't do our job today because we know that the offense can't do anything. Yeah. And, and you could tell that they're losing their head. All of a sudden, Michael Clemens is going around. I mean, I, I know that this other guy got called for the unsportsmanlike conduct, but Michael Clemens is losing his head. Quinn Williams is going off on Michael Clemens. Why is Michael Clemens in coverage? On a, and then well, Quinn Williams going off on him for the busted coverage. Michael Clemens shouldn't be in coverage. Like, I don't know what this team is doing. And whatever it is, it isn't working. And we, something needs to change. And I know Mike, the stack guy, he's not with us right now. He was going to come on, and I don't know if he's going to come on. I hope he does. But yeah. he sent us a text. He said, somebody's got to lose their job. It's either got to be uh, Hackett, it's got to be Salah, or it's got to be uh, um, uh, Albrecht, I think he said. Oh, no, Zach Wilson. He said yeah. somebody. I don't know. But there has to be some type of changes. And I know that on a short week, it's really hard to make changes, but I don't yeah. need a crap because I don't want to sit through Black Friday and see this garbage again. Well, that's exactly where I was going to go with it. Why the hell are we not dialing a broad paper for Zach? Why is hacking? So I, I agree. And this is what we talked about in the last show. I said, maybe you need a change at the helm of the of the play caller. Like Hackett doesn't Hackett is not hacking it, Danny. I'm Cute. trying not to I'm 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 not trying, but that one was that was an easy alley oop there. I got but it. but I agree with Mike the stat guy. And I don't give a damn that it's a short week. You do need some changes, you need something to spark. Spark your team to not go in four or seven. You need something to spark this defense and be like, you know what? The offense does care about us. Right now, there is no semblance that they give a fuck. That's why they had Zach Wilson out there until the fourth quarter. Zach Wilson is the most inept quarterback I've seen since Chris Strebler. Tim don't, Tebow? Don't you dare. Tim Tebow won a playoff game, sir. Zach Wilson it won't even uh, scratch the surface. I'm not even going to talk about Zach Wilson. Will not even be able to make it into the playoffs. Don't you don't you preach on on Tim Tebow, but Chris Trevler. I think I'd rather have Chris Trevler in there. I, I don't know. It's like I look at Zach Wilson, Danny, and it just annoys me. And I'm not even a Jets fan, so I could put my put myself in the shoes of a Jets fan, seeing this guy play quarterback and be like, "What the are you guys doing?" But I think that the Jets haven't done Zach Wilson any favors because they've told not. him so much. Don't turn the ball over. Just make sure you don't turn the ball over. There was an in route by uh, by Xavier Gibson, basically wide open, but the pocket was closing in, and I guess he saw the safety dropping down a little bit, and he probably could have hit him with that pass, but he's so scared of turning the ball over, he decided to run to his right. I think he ended up getting sacked. Whatever it was, it wasn't a positive play, but I think it's because he's so scared now, and, and I almost don't blame him. The coaching staff preaching, don't turn the ball over. The fans yelling at him last year because he turned the ball over so much. It's like literally people were saying on social media, if he doesn't turn the ball over, we win those games. I mean, you still got to score. And he can't do either one of those. I, I try to pick a positive out of this game, right? And I'm, looking at, the, and I'm looking at the final stats of this game. I'm like, all right, maybe it was the running game. Brees saw 10 carries, 23 yards, average 2.3. Zach Wilson, four carries, 15 yards. Dalvin Cook, two carries, 13 yards. Your boy Izzy, one carry, 11. I guess that's that's the biggest positive, that he had one carry for a first down. I look at your receivers. Uh, Brees Hall, your leading, your leading pass catcher, five catches, 50 yards. Jeremy Rucker, three catches, 25. Tyler Conklin, two catches, 18. Garrett Wilson. Where was Garrett Wilson this game, sir? You, know you just I'm, saw. I'm seeing here that he had two catches. I don't remember any of them. I thought he. Was I don't remember any of them I'm either. Su I'm surprised. I thought that he didn't have any catches today. Sir, and there was one that smacked him right in the hands. 
and it just went somewhere. And I'm like, all right, that's not very Garrett Wilson like. That's oh, not very and, Garrett oh, Wilson like. Right. He did catch one. He fumbled it. I just yeah. forgot about that one. Yeah. So I, I'm Danny, I'm look I'm trying. I'm really trying. I'm looking at your team and I'm and I'm really trying to I'll tell you, I'll tell you, look, I'm gonna tell you a positive. Thomas right. Morstead. Yeah. <laughs> one for one. What was that 18 yards? Should have been like 40 if you did this guy doesn't uh, step out of bounds. Yeah. Yeah. Like I- I'll take Thomas Morstead at quarterback at this point. Like he did, why not? he did he did punt the ball six times for 297 yards. With Thomas Morstead, as sad as this may sound, because you have a good defense. When you when you align that up with good field position, that yeah. plays well to a good defensive team's uh, like yeah. hand. Thomas Morstead might be the MVP of this team, as sad as that may sound. Sauce We're, was out of character. He had a a, a oh, yeah. penalty in the end zone. Yeah. He, again, that that suplex on on Diggs. If anybody if if anybody knows what's going on, somebody just tweeted that the Bills and Jets were fighting in the tunnel on the way out of the game. What what the hell? Are you guys fighting about? Because what are you fighting? Be, be, no, because the Jets know that they can't punch Zach Wilson in the face, so they want to take their frustrations out of somebody else. Like, I get it. They must be extremely frustrated. I, I, I don't blame them. Look, I was happy when they ran that fake punt. And I was like, okay, we need to get points off of this. At least the field goal, they got a touchdown. That's yeah. great because you want some positive momentum. Tell me why you score your first touchdown – in like three or four weeks since that Giants game when that 50-yarder against Brees Hall, you score your first touchdown. It's the second quarter. Worse. And instead, of, and instead of going ahead and kicking the extra point and then just getting some positive momentum, you go for two. It's 16-0 in the second quarter. Just take the fucking extra point. You're, you're preaching to the choir on that one because obviously my game had a similar moment. It was like a fourth and one at your own three. You're going for it. It's like kick the field goal, take the lead. It's like I don't get it. I don't get why coaches try to be cute. Yes, yeah, seven is better than three, but seven's not guaranteed. The three at that point, if you want to go with analytics, the three is closer to being a, a, a sure thing than it is, or even your point, the extra point is more of a sure thing than going for two. Well, I, and, I and my it. thing is you 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 have so much negative. Yeah. Like let, let's get some positive. We got a touchdown, let's get seven on the board. Look how ugly that final score looks. 32 to 6. People look at that, and I know it doesn't matter, right? But people look at that like, damn, they didn't score a touchdown again. They hit two field goals. Like, give us a seven. Give us a seven. Make it look a little prettier. <laughs> there you go. There's you're you're taking some powers outside of this game. You know, let's go to the defense side of the ball. You guys make Josh Allen. Usually you make Josh Allen look very human. 20 of 32, 275 for three tutties, Danny. He looked like he he didn't care about your defense anymore. But like I said, I'm trying to find a positive to be able to entertain these people that are watching right now and commenting and so on and so forth. But cop, listen, if you're watching here, sit, send us a comment. What positives can you literally take away from this game? Because honestly, we did not see one. There's not one you could take away from this game that you say was 100% positive. I can't find one. It's all bad from offense, defense, special. Well, not special teams. Don't Let's not throw Thomas Morrison under the bus here. He did a well, great special job. Special teams, yes, ball. because literally seven seconds into the game, we gave the ball back to the Bills. Right, right. But I mean, let's not throw Thomas Morrison under the bus on that one. The, the right. special teams as a whole was bad, but Thomas Morrison doesn't deserve any flack. It's a team game at the end of the day. All three phases were terrible. 
I literally have nothing positive to shine on. Usually I can find a positive. I have nothing to shine on on this game. No, there, there are no positives here. There are no positives. Josh Allen threw for 275. Yep. The run they, they ran for 130 yards. Yep. The the only interception that Josh Allen threw was a Hail Mary. Yep. At the end of at the end of the first half. And now the Jets are 4 and 6. Yep. They're 4 and 6 in a short week and I, and let me tell you something. And I've been preaching this since before when I first saw the schedule came out. The Jets had an advantage going into Friday because it's a short week and it's a division game. But I'm, what, what are you expecting against the Dolphins' high-power offense? The best that a, a good defense could do against this Dolphins' offense is hold them to 20 like the Raiders did. Yeah. But a team and, and then, to and win? Then hope, and then hope Tua gives you the, like, gives you the game or causes well, that, a bad interception, so on and so forth. Right. But let's say you keep the Dolphins to 20 points, which isn't going to be easy. But let's say you do. How much can the Jets score? For the Jets to win, they need to, to keep the other team at to like 15, 16 points. Because the Jets aren't going to get more than 20. So hopefully they can back into maybe a touchdown or two and a field goal. Or maybe two field goals. But yeah. do I feel confident that they can put up more than 20 points? Absolutely not. Like, I'm not looking forward to Black Friday anymore. And I was excited. Like, only game on of the day. You know, middle of the day, I get to just relax. Like, who's looking forward? I mean, obviously... Maybe Dolphin fans are, but Jets fans aren't looking forward to that game anymore. Like this is a joke. And well, again, I don't want to hear about Aaron Rodgers anymore because the the fact that that keeps being brought up is, is annoying. I don't want to shine too much light on that because we're obviously going to have uh, what was supposed to be an exciting uh, pregame show, or I'm sorry, a preview show to the Dolphins Jets on Friday. Uh, Danny, we're going to drop that episode on Tuesday with a few Jets guests. I know we're still working on that. But um, maybe you feel better in 48 hours. You know, maybe maybe you find some some positive. But I, I, I doubt it. Not from this game. Like, you're four and six. That means you're technically, technically eliminated from the playoffs. I think there's like a 3.7 chance or some, something very ridiculous like that. No, let, 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 look. If we were talking about a real team, no, the season isn't over. Mathematically, you're four and six, right. but then you you beat the Dolphins five and six. You beat right. things like the Falcons afterwards six and six. All of a sudden, you're six and six. You go on a hot little streak. All of a sudden, you have an opportunity. Right. But unfortunately, my eyes work very well. Right, because you're not going to go eleven and six. You're no. not going to win. You're not going to win out. Well, that and the fact that after the bye week, when we went into the bye week, we're like, oh, we're three and three. Oh, we beat mm -hmm. the Eagles. Four games after the bye week. We started it with a miracle win against the Giants, which we should have lost. That game should have been – we should be 3-7 and seven right now. Yeah. But we somehow won that game. And then we follow it up with sorry performances. Didn't score a touchdown against the Chargers. Didn't score a touchdown against the Raiders. And barely scored a touchdown against the Bills today. It, it's, it, it's, it's honestly – it's pathetic. I think that's the perfect word to say. It's pathetic. So, um, uh I don't think Mike the Stack guy is going to jump on. No, no. So um, uh, I, I, I really don't have too much else to say about this garbage-ass game. I don't know if you have any final thoughts before we yeah. back out of here. Final thoughts is tune in to our preview episode on Tuesday. Um, I, I don't know exactly what time we're recording, but we will be recording on Tuesday. We're trying to have a Dolphins one on Monday. So, you know, if you want to tune into the Dolphins one, you can because we're obviously going to be talking. I, I'm, I'm going to stream – both days, Monday and Tuesday, on both channels. Right. 
So we're going to be able to give you the content from um, more Dolphin fans. Right. And then from the Jets on Tuesday. Right. And we'll, so, stream, we'll stream it on both channels for both shows. That that that's my uh that's my final thought because honestly, I think that in the 20 minutes that we've been running now, we try to give the people watching this show, it's like around 17 to 20 that have been watching. Obviously, one Jets pod, awesome in the comment section, as always showing love. And make sure but, you check out their podcast. For sure. And but again, usually we're battered right at the end of the day. And obviously, me being a dolphin fan, I, I'm as optimistic optimistic as they come. And as bipartisan as it comes when I talk Jets football, but when you when you take away every aspect of this game, there is not one single positive that you're going to be able to say, you know what, let's highlight that that went well. Nothing well, that, went well for you guys nothing, at all nothing. today. Today, today was complete trash. Trash. Yeah. But I do want to ask you just one question before we back out of here. Sure. And one Jets pod, I'll, I'll ask you one Jets pod to comment it also. What was the biggest negative? Shit, there were so many to pick from. Um, exactly. Well, that's why I said what's the biggest. I'm gonna give you mine, then we'll see if, if one just pod is still on here. He'll give us. A, yeah, I'll here. give you mine. Okay. My biggest negative. Mine. Okay, go ahead. My my biggest negative would have to be, and it, and again, there's a lot to pick from, but I'm picking this as a whole. The offensive line continues to look more terrible and terrible every week, and this week, after seeing the Bills lose to the Broncos, it's like I felt like you guys had the upper edge on the defensive line defense defensive line and offensive side of the ball when it comes to your o-line and d-line and that didn't happen so i thought the biggest negative was it doesn't matter who's that quarterback for you guys right now and that's why i want the aaron Rodgers talk to stop because if you want aaron Rodgers to come back next year you do not want him to come back this year because if it's tim boyle if it's trevor Simeon, if it's zach wilson they're gonna get killed behind this o-line and this see one jet spot agrees practice squad o-line penalties once again it's a, it's a lot to pick from, guys, but for me, it would be – the offensive line looks more terrible and terrible every single week. What about yours, Danny? Mine was along the same lines. Mine was the fact that Mekhi Bechtel went down with an injury. Yeah. So that was the biggest negative for me, that Mekhi Bechtel went down with an injury because this offensive line is already looking bad. Xavier Newman at right guard was looking decent the last couple of weeks. He didn't play today. So the fact that we're now on our like, what, like, Fifth guard, and then we're like, we I don't even know. We Billy Turner would technically be like our fourth tackle. He's not even available. So we have Carter Warren. I've never heard of this guy in my life. So I I don't know, man. Jalen Phillips, Bradley I'll, Chubb finally waking up. Uh, Emmanuel Ogba might finally actually have a good game for the Dolphins. Zach Sealer is looking really good. Christian Wilkins, you guys have. Javon Holland's going to get a sack somewhere in there. Like this Kater is going to be a, it's it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad at least from a defense. Like I think at the end of the day and we will preview it on Tuesday, I mean tomorrow and Tuesday, but I think the way it's looking Danny, it's it's probably going to be a defensive game the first half between both of our defenses and then one of our offenses will score a touchdown. Obviously we'll get more into detail in the next coming days, but that's yeah. kind of how I feel about it right now that your O-line is not going to stack well against our D-line. And our O-line is finally going to have a little competition because they've been playing really well together, especially with Teron Armstead and Connor Williams back. It, it, they've been playing well together against your D-line. Let's let's see how it looks. I've seen this movie one too many times before, not even with the Jets, just with NFL teams in general. Yeah. When things start going bad the way they are right now, like you feel it. You feel it. Yeah. yeah. That the locker room's going to get lost. Then the players are just not going to want to play the way they have. They're not going to be there mentally. 
It's going to be a short week. I, I, at one point, I thought it was an advantage that it was a short week. Now I'm starting to think that it might be a disadvantage the way things are going. Yeah, It's just it's not looking good. But like you said, we're going to get into it this week uh, with the Jets-Dolphins uh, episode tomorrow, which will stream on the Jets channel also, and with the Jets episode on Tuesday, which will stream on the Dolphins episode. And with all that, um, I think that's about it. I don't got any other final thoughts, but I hate loving this team. Fuck you guys. Uh, if you are listening not on audio. Guys. Not no, you no, guys. No, no, no. I the meant, team. The I team. Mean, the team in itself, yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. If you're listening on audio, thank you for listening all the way to the end. We appreciate you. Please leave five stars, comment, review, all that other good stuff. And if you are watching on YouTube, thank you for watching all the way to the end. Please like, subscribe, and uh, be on the lookout for those two episodes this week. And until the next one, have a good one. Peace.